Welcome to Tell Me What to Google. I'm Michael Kent, and this is a podcast where listeners tell me something they recently learned from the internet that they think I should learn about. This week will be a shorter episode without a guest because of the holiday. I hope you understand. I've been having a lot of fun with the new quiz format, so hopefully you've been enjoying those as much as I have, and we'll pick those quizzes back up at the end of the next episode. Today's topic, however, comes from Lynn, and it's about a pickle. Hey, Michael. This is Lynn Elise. Um, so I recently learned uh, some of the crazy history behind the Christmas pickle ornament and how it actually is probably more advertising than real tradition. Anyways, I thought you'd like to Google it. Thanks. When I was in high school, my aunt's family got stationed overseas in Germany, and that was the first time I ever heard about this pickle thing. We got a pickle ornament for Christmas that year. And I thought it was the weirdest thing. What a strange tradition. Let's see what the old Google machine says. I'm going to try to be vague here with this search. I can't Google just pickle, but I bet if I Google German pickle, it'll give me exactly what I'm looking for. Holding my breath. Yep, 100%. The first results are all about the Christmas pickle. The first result is from GermanWay.com and... (laughs) That's okay. So they lay out the skepticism expressed by our caller in the very first sentence. It says, quote, the glass Christmas pickle ornament is supposed to be a long tradition in Germany. But does this old German tradition really hold up to close scrutiny? End quote. So there we go. It's not looking good for this being an old German tradition. Let's get into it. In fact, the article that I found about this topic was so thorough I'll give you the website because they really do deserve a lot of credit here. It's german-way.com and search for the Christmas pickle ornament. The legend goes like this. Every year, a pickle ornament is hidden somewhere on the Christmas tree and the family searches for it. The person who is first to find the pickle gets an extra gift from St. Nicholas on Christmas morning. And if an adult finds it first, they get good luck for the next year, and everywhere this tradition is talked about, it's talked about as an old German tradition. It's become a celebrated thing for many people. You can go to any Christmas shop in America and find a German pickle Christmas ornament. In Berrien Springs, Michigan, they've built themselves the Christmas pickle capital of the world. <laughs> Listen, Berrien Springs, I've never visited your city, but Isn't there something else that you could claim for your town? Yikes. It's not just Berrien Springs, Michigan, though. It's it's obviously a huge thing outside of Germany. But there's a problem. Not many actual Germans have ever heard of it. At least, if you talk to older German people, people whose families have lived in Germany for generations, it's apparently not a thing. The article I referenced mentions that this is a frequent topic of discussion for American expats living in Germany, and it's definitely a thing that's promoted and sold in America as a German tradition, but it just doesn't pass the sniff test. We'll talk about why after a couple quick messages from our sponsors. I don't know about you, but this time of year, as it starts to get colder, we love burning candles around the house. Okay, who am I kidding? It's all year round. And our favorite candles are made by Daniel Joseph. 
They're 100% all-natural soy with braided cotton wicks and fragranced oils. And not only are they handmade in Evanston, Illinois, they're made from all American materials. Because they're made with soy instead of crude oil paraffin wax, they burn clean with no soot and they burn longer. We love the cashmere vanilla, but brown sugar and fig is great too, and you'll just have to go see it for yourself. Go to DanielJosephCandles.com. It's DanielJosephCandles.com. I'm excited to be partnered with this company because it's a product that I've used and loved for years. Scotty Vest makes gear that looks great and is packed with pockets. And as much as I travel, that's always been a huge perk. But even on years like this one where I don't travel as much, my Scotty Vest fleece is just as useful because I'm always carrying so much stuff with me, my wallet, my phones, my keys, my mask, and there's a pocket for everything. Not only that, they now have an awesome new face mask that allows you to even use a straw while wearing it. Go to scottyvest.com, that's S-C-O-T-T-E-V-E-S-T.com and use my promo code, tell me, all one word, for 15% off your order. That's scottyvest.com and enter promo code, tell me. So one of the problems with this German tradition that's not really a German tradition is that St. Nicholas doesn't visit German homes on Christmas Eve. In Germany, St. Nicholas visits on December 6th, so it wouldn't make sense for him to give an extra gift after he's already visited. Also, German children open gifts on Christmas Eve, so anything that says finding the pickle means they get to open an extra gift on Christmas morning is wrong, but okay. Maybe some of the descriptions of this tradition just have the timing wrong. The main smoking gun that tells us the Christmas pickle is more myth than tradition is the fact that I mentioned earlier. Most actual Germans don't acknowledge it as any sort of long-standing German tradition. So where the heck did it come from? One story is more American in nature. A Bavarian immigrant named John Lauer fought in the American Civil War and ended up in the horrible conditions of the Andersonville prison camp. Starved almost to death, he begged the guards for something to eat and finally received a pickle, which nourished him to health and helped him ultimately survive the war. As the story goes, it was Lauer that started the tradition for his family of telling the story and hiding the pickle on the Christmas tree every year. Another story comes from Christmas Pickle Capital of the World, Berrien Springs, Michigan, which I should point out is also not in Germany. In Berrien Springs, they tell a tale about two Spanish children, not German, who were trapped in a pickle barrel. Apparently the story is that St. Nicholas rescued these two boys. Can you imagine being a Spanish kid trapped in a barrel of pickles? Then when you escape, they remind you of your near demise every year by putting a pickle on the Christmas tree. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Remember when you almost died? So there's another theory that seems much closer to the truth. In 1847, glass ornaments in the shape of fruits and nuts started being made in the German town of Lausche. For almost 200 years, this town had been known for its amazing glass blowing. Some of these glass ornaments in the shape of fruits and nuts were being imported to America by Woolworths. They became a popular item and sold at Woolworths for many years. 
the story of the Christmas pickle very well may have been a marketing ploy to sell more of these glass ornaments. Everyone loves a good story, and to think that the story is part of a larger European-inspired tradition, that, my friend, is how you move pickles. The number one reason we know that the German tradition of the Christmas pickle isn't any sort of German tradition is that the Germans say it's not. While the pickle ornaments are sold in Germany today and there are some families who practice putting the pickle on the tree, most Germans will tell you they've never heard of it. There you have it. It doesn't seem like a real German tradition at all, but don't let that stop you. If this is one of those things your family loves to do at Christmas time, just keep on it. Make it your family's thing. Just know that it's not as European as advertised. My only question is, who's going to tell the folks in Barrie in Michigan? That's all for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me out by leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes along with a sentence or two and bonus points if you can work some sort of double entendre about pickles into your review. Writing a few words helps a ton to allow other people to listen and to allow other people to tell me what to Google. We'll see you next week. Tell Me What to Google is written and produced by me, Michael Kent. The theme song is by Reed Mathis, and additional music this week was from Chris Hoggett. You can listen to past episodes by searching for Tell Me What to Google wherever you get your podcasts, and you can see bonus content at patreon.com slash Kent.